Hi, my name's just Kirit Kaur and I am a 21-year-old fine arts student and I enjoy talking to myself. And this podcast that I'm going to do today is... Actually, to be honest, a lot of the time I am talking to myself. It's when I'm playing a game and the game is called The Hook'em Game. And I've played it with a few people before and I really enjoy playing it. And it consists of a few rules, which are actually written down in my sketchbook. So I'm going to find them so I can read it to you in the proper order of how I originally wrote it down. So I started this game with one of my friends at a coffee shop one day. And it became something that manifested into something that I've now done with strangers. So it's called the Hook'em Game. Step one, pick up the last book you read from. If you can't remember, choose a random book from any shelf as quickly as possible. Number two, close your eyes or look away. Then choose a random page in the book. Don't overthink. Three, only read from the left page. Read from the top of the page to the very bottom. Do not read the page before or the page after even if the sentence is incomplete. Number four, make sure to note the title of the book, the author, the date and time you open the book and the page number. Number five, take a picture of the page and send it to at Jaskirat, which is now at Bob Baguas, which is one of my Instagram accounts, my art Instagram account. And that's at B-O-B-B-A- K double no I'm really bad at spelling it's one of those things where you have to write it down okay at b o b b a k w double a s bob baguas if you don't know what baguas means baguas basically means talking rubbish kind of thing so number six once just get it that's me has read your page, Jaskirat will follow the above five steps and then voice record both page readings. So she will, I will basically do the same process with the books that I'm reading and I will record them and I've put it onto a tape which I need to go over um, and listen to but that's part of another project which is called Tape Exchange so I won't be the one listening to it, somebody else who has got another tape recorder that I have given them, gifted them, they will read it. Um, So, the reason I decided to start this now is because I started talking to myself whilst I was reading this book. And I actually started this book in chronological order, which is a bit of a different thing for me to do, because I usually read random pages. I don't really read start to end most of the time. And I don't usually finish books anymore because of this. Um, and I usually just go to the book that I'm drawn to in that moment and I don't overthink it, I just do it. So this book is called Think Like an Artist and Learn and Learn More Creative, Productive. Oh, see, I'm not good at reading either, so I don't know why I've decided to do a podcast. <laughs> Think Like an Artist and Lead a More Creative, Productive Life by Will Gompertz. I'm not good with names. So... I read it from the beginning, 
And I got to this page and I was like, you know, I just want to share this. I want people to read it. I want people to know about it. So I'm just going to get into it because I've probably spoken too much already. We are uniquely imaginative species. Our ability to conceive complex ideas and realise them requires a series of cognitive processes that are beyond the capability of any other life form or any machine. For us, it's no big deal, we do it all the time, from preparing a meal to texting a witty message to a friend. We might consider them mundane tasks, but they still require us to imagine, to be creative. It's a fantastic natural gift, which when cultivated properly, can enable us to achieve the most extraordinary things. Using our imagination enlivens and enriches our minds and our life experience. We come into our own when we exercise our brains, when we think. I have never met an artist of any type who is indifferent or incurious. The same goes for successful chefs, gardeners and sports coaches. Anybody, in fact, who has a zest for their subject and a willingness to innovate. They have a brightness in their eyes that radiates a palpable life force. Being creative has that effect. So how do we go about harnessing this innate talent? How can we take our creativity off autopilot to generate those bold original concepts that could add value to our lives and maybe even to the wider world? And more specifically, how do we trigger our imagination to conjure up the innovative thoughts that could be turned into something something material and worthwhile? I've been thinking about these questions for the best part of three decades. At first it was because new ideas and talented people fascinated me, and then it became a part of my job as a publisher, producer, writer, broadcaster and journalist working in the arts. I've had the privilege of being able to observe and meet some of the greatest exponents of creative thinking today, from the herbaceous British artist Damien Hirst to the multi-Oscar winning American actress Meryl Streep. Obviously they are all different, but in one regard at least not quite as different as you might imagine. Over the years it has become pretty evident to me that there are a, hand there are a handful of clearly identifiable traits that are common to all successful creative people, from novelists and film directors to scientists and philosophers. I'm not talking about fanciful otherworldly qualities, but the basic practices and processes that allow their talents to flourish. Practices and processes which, if adopted, could help the rest of us unleash our own latent creativity. And creative talent is something we all have. Of that, there is no doubt. True, some people may be more adept, adept at composing music than others, but that doesn't immediately render the non-composers uncreative. The fact is we, all, we are all perfectly capable of being artists of one type or another. Each and every one of us has the capacity to conceptualise, to step out of time and space and consider instead a range of abstract ideas and associations that are unrelated to each other or the present moment. We do it when we are daydreaming or speculating or even when we are telling lies. So that was page 10 to page 11. And on page 10, there's a quote that says, the act of making and creating is deeply satisfying, life-affirming and rewarding. And the quote on page 11 says, 
Confidence is crucial. Artists don't seek permission to paint or write or act or sing. They just do it. One thing that I've really connected to, not deeply, but honestly, is the fact that we are everything that our surroundings are. That's who we actually are. I'm feeling it stronger than I felt it before. And me reading these books gives me that sense of pleasure and happiness that I will become what I read. So if I'm reading things that are uplifting me, that telling me that artists need confidence, which is crucial, and I consider myself an artist, then I can tell myself I am confident. But I have to believe it. If I don't believe it, then I'm not going to really act like I'm confident. So yeah, that was really interesting. And I, I do want to read this in chronological order. Is this the end of the chapter? Oh no, it's not. Okay, now I need to find a bookmark for this. What would you suggest I use as a bookmark? Oh, I have a clip. I can clip the page. Oh, that reminds me of hair clips. I used to use them as bookmarks. I don't have any hair clips. Um, that's a food packaging clip which isn't going to fit. I shall find something to use as a bookmark. The next topic that I'd like to talk about is... Something I read earlier today on page 101 of The Power of Now, A Guide to Spiritual Enlightenment by Eckhart Tolle. Many people have heard about him, many people have read this book. And this is what was said. The topic was your link with the unmanifested. And the question was... What is the relationship between presence and the inner body? And the answer is, presence is pure consciousness. Consciousness that has been reclaimed from the mind and from the world of form. The inner body is your link with the unmanifested. And in its deepest aspect, your inner body is the unmanifested. It is the source from which consciousness emanates, as light emanates from the sun. Awareness of the inner body is consciousness, remembering its own origin and returning to the source. And I went over it one or two times and it hit me because it's so powerful, it's so beautiful. It's so raw and it's pure truth. I've already talked about this and sent a voice note to my friends, so I don't really want to 
go into it again, I maybe would like to add the both voice notes together. But I'm too lazy to be technical, to be honest. That's just something I wanted to share. I think I might do this on a regular basis. It's nice. Thank you for listening to me. And you'll probably be hearing a lot more rants from me. Thanks.